Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Right, talking about offensive, let's talk about South Africa uh, taking Israel to the International Court of Justice, as they say, because Israel is behaving with impunity. They have discovered a new word within the ANC. They've, it's it's uh, impunity is definitely the word of the week for them. Uh, as I said earlier, it's uh, about diverting attention away from their own failures. It's about pe- potentially uh, looking for more voters in a, an election year, and it is about carrying favour for the likes of Iran, Russia and China. Those are my thoughts. Uh, That said, it's all happening. It is happening. And what is our role in all of this? How do we respond to it? Uh, There's no doubt that Jews and supporters of Israel are feeling very, very uh, betrayed, abandoned uh, and uh, quite uh, uh, quite negative about the situation. Avram Krengel is the president of the South African Zionist Federation, and we wanted to get his thoughts. Avram, a very, very good morning to you. Not a not a nice yeah. day. Not a nice day. Yeah, good, yeah, good morning. Uh, a, a new low, a yeah. new low for the South African government. But I think we really have to put it into perspective. This is, as as you were saying into the in, in the introduction. It's just classic ANC Ramaphosa word, no action, um, you know, uh, an attempt to distract South Africans away from their complete Mm. failure to govern this country. And it's very important to understand what they're trying to do. The international international community has two courts. The one is the International Criminal Court, and that is actually normally the court that is used to prosecute war crimes crimes against humanity, genocide, etc. That is a court that was set up in the 1990s after, you know, the atrocities mm, in Yugoslavia, mm. the previous Yugoslavia. This is not that. This is a much older court called the International Court of Justice. It was set up in the 1920s. It used to be a court that was only used to adjudicate disputes between countries, normally over things such as borders, um, you know, access to water, you know, genuine disputes between countries. But last year, they changed the laws of this court to essentially allow any country to sue any other country where both of them are signatories to the same convention. So it's a court purely with symbolic uh, powers and value. It has no enforcement mechanisms other than unlike the International Criminal Court. So this is just classic Ramaphosa. So let me just... loves the sound of lights, loves yes. making a splash and a noise. And, and loves traveling. Absolutely no. Mm. It will not assist the so the, the so-called Palestinian, you know, affinity and, and wanting. It will not help either party at all. Uh, and it's, yeah, it's just, it's just another example of, you know, South Africa trying to demonize Israel in every single forum that it, uh, you know, that it can.
So it's interesting. I didn't realize that it had no enforcement mechanism. In other words, absolutely nothing. So, so if they if they recommend, which is probably likely, that they will recommend something, whether it's more aid, whether it's uh, more you know caution around civilians, whether it's a a pause in 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 fighting while this is determined, uh, they can recommend it. But the reality is that there's nothing that binds or compels no, no. Israel it, to adhere to nothing it. whatsoever. The only, uh, the only bodies that in the world that have proper enforcement mechanisms are the International Criminal Court and the Security Council of the United Nations. And the Security Council of the United Nations, the United States, thankfully, has a veto, which ensures that mm, anything mm. that is prejudicial to Israel gets vetoed. And therefore, this is completely a classic Ramaphosa sound and light show to distract South Africans from, the, the, as I say, the, 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 the daily inability to provide electricity, water, railways, ports, and to show, I also need to make the point that this is an attempt by South Africa to cover up the fact that they care nothing about human rights, really, mm, in the world. Mm, mm. Our best friends are the worst human rights abusers. Russia, China, Iran, they have committed atrocities, murdered indiscriminately hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people, in conflicts from Ukraine to uh, Syria to Yemen. South Africa has never issued one word of condemnation against these countries, let alone taking a step like this, uh, you know, bringing bringing the uh, bringing a matter to the, the the RCJ they've also set the bar very low in that all they have this is just a, it's, it's like an interdict all they have to uh, try and prove isn't it they're saying there's an intent for genocide and that it's plausible and unfortunately we are dealing with a UN body um, so you know it's it's not it's not certain that they that they will fail but it is again just a meaningless gesture in a conflict which which we actually the world could have could have done with South Africa's real involvement. It, they have very close ties, as we can see with Hamas, with the Palestinians. They could have gone to the region. They could have engaged like Qatar, like all these other countries, and really tried to bring this uh, conflict to a resolution. But instead, they've just chosen the easy way of grandstanding. And demonizing it. So I, I wanted to read you a, a message that I've just uh, I've just received, um, is, and this person says, "Why the beloved country? I always am the biggest fan of South Africa. I love the people. I love the place. I love the chias. I sometimes feel like our leadership are useless, corrupt, and silly, but that's a them thing. Um, and I'm still BFFs. Today I feel ashamed to be South African. I feel guilty. I'm Israel Chai, and I think." why I'm reading that out is, is, is I think that it captures the emotions of so many of us. We love South Africa. We love the people, the Chiyas, the and we do kind of uh, look at the ANC and look at government and we kind of shake our heads, but we accept it. Today is a lot worse, isn't it? So, I think we really need to differentiate between the country of South Africa, the people of South Africa, and the governments of South Africa. And the people and the country of South Africa are special. And this is an amazing place and it's achieved amazing things. But unfortunately, our government has failed us in every single aspect of our lives. Uh, if it was not for the private sector, 
we literally could not could not live here. Hmm. And this is just one more example of it. And as I say to everyone, this is a constitutional democracy. We live in a constitutional democracy that gives us rights, that gives us rights to vote out this government. There is an election coming up this year. It gives us right to take them to court. It's, it's you know, we must not confuse this government, which I think has lost the respect of most of South Africans today. Uh, it's, you know, it's in the sunset of its, of its rule, uh, whether it's this election or the next election. We must not, uh, we must not conflate um, this, the, you know, this horrific bad behavior by our government with the people of South Africa who, when we encounter them every day in our lives, know what fine people they are. And we're still able to live as Jews in a country with levels of you know, anti-Semitism and attacks, etc., which, which are much lower than anywhere else. And our daily lives are able to go on. We're able to um, you know, live in communities that are the envy of the world and are incredibly special. And we mustn't confuse the two. And like every other South African that has been let down by this government, we must fight it. We must fight it uh, in, the, in, the, in the context of our constitutional democracy. And uh, that, I think, is very, very well said. And we do have to keep that perspective. As I said to you yesterday or the day before, the week will happen. It might be unpleasant today. It might be unpleasant tomorrow. But at the end of the week, it'll still be Shabbat. And next week will be a week like just any other. Avram Kringle, thank you for that. Thank you for all you do for the community. Avram Kringle is president of the South African Zionist Federation, talking to us about the ICJ application by South Africa.